0: Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Nursing Handover Podcast. You have your dynamic duo, me, Jerry, and the lovely Diane. How are you doing, girlfriend? Oh, I don't know what I'm good. I'm very, very good. And um, cold, 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 cold. I'm wishing it was thirty-seven degrees again, but yeah. How are you? I'm okay, you know. It's just, like, it's just cold and trying to stay warm, really. And battling all these sh- impending strikes. Oh, I'm telling you. It's like one, like a domino. I think you not press one and they all start falling one after the other. Yeah, like, it wasn't, was it, did I mention it in last week's episode where, I, randomly, I found out that the firefighters were striking as well. Yeah. And, like, the trains and everything are going on strike again this week from tomorrow. And I'm just like, ugh. Oh. I can understand why, but it's just like, why? It's making my journey to work ten times harder. This is crazy. But, oh, but even saying that, do you know what I saw as a news notification? That Richie Sunak is trying to put something in place to stop everyone from striking. Which I think was yeah. cheeky. And do you know what? I've listened to this in LBC last week and they had um what did they call this people? Like a specialist who's to study stuff like legislation and things like that, and he was saying that England's laws are one of the strictest, like in Europe. Mm-hmm. So he wants to tighten them. It just shows you you know, where his head's at. Like to me, instead of you trying to restrict us in the name of protecting us, because that's what he says, that he wants to protect people. That's why he wants to make them stricter. But in my mind, no, you're trying to silence people. Yes, because people have a right to vote. They yeah, have a right and to... People- of freedom of speech and all this stuff. Like, how can you stop it? Just because exactly. it doesn't serve you. Like, we don't live in a d- dictatorship. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. We're going towards an... Uh, is it authoritarian? Like, whereas you do as I say and that's it. You can't really yeah. go... Um, and, like, one guy, caller called in and actually said that, you know, all these people that are striking have voted to strike.
1: Mm-hmm. So...
0: in a a democracy and he's like we're seeing democracy go by allowing certain things to pass if those kind of things happen you're saying goodbye to democracy i mean already look at how they've elected and re-elected within themselves as a party honestly they're Um, not even sure about who who they put in power no i mean if you look at what rishi sunak is doing now everything he said in his manifesto he's undone he's not done any of it he's gone back on all of it and I think it just affirms to me that you have to be a really good liar to be prime minister. I mean, yeah. did you really think they were going to do, as they say, like Boris is prime example, him and all his Boris bosses pre-Brexit, all the stuff he said, where's he gone? Mate, I just think they're not fit to run. You know, they've lied to us for a really long time. Rishi was one of the people that was actually fined for having a party during lockdown. So that to me, he lacks integrity. Mm-hmm. And already him? say that what nurses was, what nurses were asking people was unreasonable was enough for me. I was like, Do you know what? There's nothing more this guy can say that would make me want to listen to him. I need a general election and I need it now so he, they can all go. Honestly, I wonder when our next general election will be because we've had a thousand prime ministers this one year. What did you say? It's in 2024. That's when the next election is supposed to be. But, but we didn't vote in 2020 or did we? I don't remember, I don't think, I don't remember. I don't think we did because it was COVID. 2024, and people were saying they need to bring it, they need to bring it forward because of how bad things are. Yeah. But any of the leaders that I've been in since, I think, Cameron stepped down. Honestly, like, it's actually awful. But guys, as we always say, we're not a political p- podcast. We're just sharing our views on what the current state of the current climate is. Yeah. And if feel free, like, if you want to have a chat about it in the DMs or email us, please go ahead and do so because we love a chat, as you know. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, apart from all the strikes happening, like, I've been all right, you know. It's just trying to prepare for Christmas and what's to come. I can't lie. All my Christmas presents are still in the shop. They're still in my mind. It just is what it is this year, really i'm trying to get them done before the next payday hits so that that money is solidly sat there Ugh, because don't even remind me about the next payday the next payday is going to be swallowed up so quickly that's the problem so i'm thinking if i can spend all the money that i need to spend now and then once the next pay hits my bank account i can try and be good hmm. and not over the christmas new year period Then so once i get into the new role I'm um, solid like I can like look what's gonna come in and then go from there yeah no that sounds pretty good that sounds pretty good I just need to sort myself out like just life has really been so busy like the last few weeks and yeah just need to pull my finger from my behind and start taking right. things off the list Here it, sis. yeah but anywho, we can go into today's topic, which is work politics. Yes, guys, you hear it here correctly. We are talking about work politics and how you deal with them, the best way to approach them. That's pretty much what I just said. Um, Geraldine? Yeah, we're discussing work politics. I don't know where to begin. I just feel like this one, it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, firstly, I'll say work politics is inevitable no matter what area of nursing or healthcare you work in. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's going to encounter some kind of dynamic, some kind of clique, some kind of hierarchy, some kind of structure, some kind of he or she's like this or he or she doesn't like things done like that or this is how we do it, culture. Yeah. Um. It and it's quite interesting. I would say when you're newly qualified, like new, new, if you start as a group of newly qualified, you tend to stick together. Yeah. And um, if you that... don't, it takes a long while to break into the group. And the group, I mean the team, because everyone has their little cliques who they gel with, and you're just trying to slide in here, there, and everywhere. I mean, so you have that. You definitely have, like, I think, I don't know how to word it, but age. So if you work in an environment where a lot of the seniors are quite older than you and you're one of the youngest, it can the dynamic can be quite interesting because if you're culturally taught to respect your elders, so, like, me and Jerry are both Africans, so that's, like, yeah. naturally, like, your elders, you respect them. Mm-hmm. That's Maybe if you're quite junior, you can struggle to assert yourself with certain people Yeah, or to actually would just toe the line because you think, well, I can't really say much and then my elder, la, la, la. Um, and to me, that can really stunt you professionally because you don't speak up enough. You kind of just close your mouth and get on with it. Yeah, but I think I had to learn that very quickly that it can't run because you have a job to do. Just because someone's older than you and you want to respect them how you would traditionally, does not mean you can let them talk to you like crap, essentially. And a lot of the time, I mean, I might get slaughtered for this, some of them don't know what they're talking about. Or their evidence base is dated. Yeah. And you who's been training, just come out of training fresh, versus the person that finished 10 years ago, you probably are a bit more sharp in terms of your knowledge or where your evidence is from. Yeah. So you bring to the team is quite new and quite fresh. And some and I must say, older people who have been in the team for longer don't like change. No, not at all. They do not like a single ounce of change. You try and change things and all the uproar begins. Yeah. And the people you thought were on your team were really not on your team and ready to throw you under the bus. Yeah, so you have to be aware of that. In the sense that you can, you can, you can, you may not be faced with it, but you could also be faced with it, and knowing that don't take things too personal, yeah. Um, Personally, but if somebody was to get personal, you need to know your, your levels of escalation as well, mm-hmm. because nursing, we all know it is very female dominated. Yeah, I hate to say it, but females can really be bitches. God forgive me for the language but they can be and nurses especially you know it's like they can't help themselves at times I'm saying at times in inverted commas guys because mm-hmm. it's not like um, so it's just being mindful and also just not getting caught up in it Yeah. if you can you can sorry what did he say? no I was saying that in terms of work politics if you can avoid certain situations you should so if you're gonna yeah. end up in a that you know won't end well, try and sit on the sidelines with a popcorn and just watch. Don't be mm-hmm. don't be the sporting apps because you just don't know at times. Um and yeah, it's just it's just being mindful. I mean, like me, I for one, in my current team, I'm one of the youngest in the team. Yeah. And it's nice but they kinda of look after you, kind of mummied a little bit. But I think it also it depends th- on the type of relationship you have. Because you can have some that were like, mummy, you see you, obviously, because we'll be similar ages to their kids. So they may see us like their own children. But then there are some that are like, oh, because you're younger than me, I'm going to, I know what's right when you actually don't. Yeah, agreed. And I think what I really want to shine the light on is how to assert yourself in a way that, you know, it doesn't sound like you're just digging. But you're standing up for yourself because I think, as for as nurses, regardless of age and all the different sides to this, we really don't toot our own horn and we don't assert ourselves where needed. Because if we do, we're somewhat perceived as the problem when we're not the problem. You're saying you're standing up for what's right. Yeah, definitely. Where I- I'm coming from. Completely. Have you had any situations that you'd like to use as an example? Well, in terms of work politics situations? Yeah. I mean, gosh, I mean, there's there's times when there's been drama where, let's say, a nurse who's like a band seven might obviously either show favouritism towards Mm -hmm. like a six or you notice that the allocation is very specific when they're on and they give their friends like, really nice, stable patients and give people that they don't really know so well difficult patients and difficult parents because that's mm-hmm. what how they live. Um, and on occasion, you sometimes do want to say something or certain people will speak up and say, oh, that's not fair, or I was here yesterday. And but I think it depends how much backing the seven has it to be like it flying under the radar if that makes sense yeah who it is that will speak up and say well no that's not going to work change it or do you get what i mean Mm. Or do you think that's also a problem with nursing in terms of like the hierarchy yeah and people just saying oh i'm not going to escalate because i don't want to start trouble because a lot of people don't want to be alienated and i think in the in nursing your team is like your family yeah you and you don't want a hard life you don't want to be isolated you don't want to have no one to go to you don't want somebody on shop floor not being there to support you so you feel like okay if I speak up against someone that everybody seems to like is it going to be a problem for me yeah and you then find won't say anything they'll just talk amongst maybe their friends but then won't speak up to anyone higher but I've seen that happen and people then just leave yeah and a part of me makes me think is leaving the answer, but I'm not here to suffer, and you're not going to use me as the as the guinea pig. That's the problem that's the issue. you know it's like for example, I know some i mean I can't ever say where I work, so unless you know where I've worked, you can't know what I'm about. but there so there's some areas
1: mm-hmm. where
0: who goes on certain courses, yeah. Um, who becomes a band seven and they can control how you grow in your career yeah a very dirty game it's a very um, dirty game because you have someone that's been there for years and has done everything in the criteria to to be able to go on that course or apply for that job and they just won't give it to that person because their face doesn't fit because they want it for someone else yeah and it's like and how it's... can you justify that and prove that that's the thing but you know and other people know that's what's happening. And it's very, very sad, you know. And it's something that, as you said, like, what do you do? How does somebody combat that? Because unfortunately, it does happen in the workforce. Yeah, a lot more than people think as well. Yeah, you've got you've got people. I think people that are higher up tend to say this more than those working their way up. But I know a lot of people will tell you it's not what you know, it's who you know. No, it is. Because who you know is going to be the person that's sitting on the panel. And it may not be them giving you the answers to get the job, but they could also influence practice and steer you in a way that, you know, still ticks all the boxes. Whereas a person that they're not sure of or they're not the biggest fan of, they're going to be like, "Mm, yeah, I'm just going to fail you. Yeah. Exactly, and I think that's the worst. I think that's the hardest part of nursing is that you can be the best and know everything, but in certain trust. So, I'm not saying everywhere this is like this, yeah, but space doesn't fit, you don't get pushed forward. And, yeah. and I think when it comes to workplace politics, you need to be quite strong. You need to be going, you're going into an environment where you need to be personable and get on with the team. Not saying bear out, lay out your whole life and beg friend no but know what's going on have your ear to the ground have an idea of the general workings of the place yeah and what happens really like i think it's such an important thing for example so if you are applying for jobs ask like not necessarily the work ethic but look at like ask that staff retention are people actually happy people actually enjoy being there because if not people aren't coming back people aren't staying why do you want to suffer is it exactly. because of a specific sister or charge nurse that's running people to the ground? Like, what? what is it? And and in and in the same breath, saying that, if you aren't happy in a place, you should just leave. Oh, I'm a queen for that. I'm a queen for advocating for that. Places that have not worked, trust me, you will not see me there for a year. Yeah, like, I will not make it that far. If it's something that I'm really not happy with, I'm going to go back to what I know. Yeah. and then go from there because sometimes i think it's not worth it but then i feel like then the other people win and that shouldn't it, be the case i mean that's the bit of, i think that's that's where you're stuck in a rock and a hard place because what you don't want is someone else to go into that space that environment and experience what you've experienced but at the same time if you have a choice to remove yourself from a space you're going to yeah so so what so what do we do how do you help others I feel like this is a side to nursing people don't tell you about. No, they don't. And just like you said earlier, work politics is so difficult because your work family really do become your family, whether you like them or not, because you spend so much time with them, especially if you're pulling shifts or you're going through some very difficult times. It's not like you're going to pick up the phone and ring them, but you guys are a family. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll give you an example, like, when you're in NICU, there can be a time when there's so many deaths on the unit, right? Mm-hmm. Five babies have died, and you're thinking, this is like hell. Yeah. Because who? And no one. But you need one another to kind of go through those times, because it's tough on you guys as a team. You know, you're there to save life, not to lose it. And yeah. it can... when there has been a lot of deaths, and having to try to keep coming in and keep looking after other babies, knowing... That that's happened, yeah, yeah. Team relations are so so important, which is why it's so annoying when work politics dominates. And unfortunately, there are certain areas that are known for their work politics. Mm, you say that again, or you begin to see, yeah, or you begin to see a trend, and you're just like, no, I don't mm-hmm. want this for myself. I don't want this for other people. But also, I guess this is where whistleblowing comes out. Yeah. Because definitely. you shouldn't have to suffer in silence. If there are issues, escalate. However, if the perpetrator is your ward manager, I can't lie. I'd go above. But then it also comes down to how comfortable do you feel going to approach these people? And then you begin to feel bad because you're thinking, oh, this person's going to lose their job. So whatever else can happen, people are going to say I'm a liar. There's just so much to it. But I there think is a what lot. I really want to say is. If you are a young, a young nurse, and I classify us as young nurses because we're still under 10 years, um, you, you need to be very assertive in this field because nursing has been here for ages. And we as we know, it's a job that people go do go into quite young, like me and Diane went into, and some do go into when they're older and more mature. And people will use age, whether you're black, white, Asian, pink, brown, blue. I think there's a part of that in everyone where people be like oh you're this old oh you're so small you're so new to nursing i remember when i was that age in nursing like people are quick to to like make you feel small and you don't need to we live like we live in a like a we live in a world full of social media literally everything goes online and i think Mm. and and you have more power with it so don't let yeah. people make you feel so small and so minute. No. Use what you have to your advantage to get what it is you want. We want you to work smarter, not harder. The same when it comes to work politics, there's other ways to get around it. Mediation, escalation, and essentially just hitting the nail on the head. Safely. Safely. Not causing any patient's harm. But yeah. obviously don't stay somewhere that you're suffering. It's just not worth it. And also, I would say, like, access things like well-being services for staff. Um, There's also this thing called Professional Nurse Advocates, which I've been party to, and I think I'll I'll talk more about it. I feel like it needs its own episode, but Mm -hmm. we can talk to somebody just about how you're doing and for you, and it's amazing. Um, But every opportunity, if you need the support, if you're in a workplace... Oh, sorry, you you just like, I can't hear you. What did you say? Can you hear me now? Yeah. I was saying that the PNA, Professional Nurse Advocate, is a service that most trusts, I think, have or are trying to get. Mm-hmm. And it's like a where you oh, meet with. Sorry, like, it, it went out again. What did you say? So it's like meeting with a one to one, usually it's another nurse, um, and you can just talk about anything, you know, how you're doing, how you're coping at work anything outside of work affecting you, it's usually your time to speak. Yeah. And, and I feel like, for me, it's something that's helped me a lot in my current job. Um, And I, f- I definitely would think most, especially newly qualified, is something that they should all partake in. It's kind of like clinical supervision, but obviously it's not safeguarded. Exactly that, literally. Because I just wish that we, there was more avenue and more scope for that. Because... People need to talk. People are carrying very heavy loads without saying a word. I don't know how, but we know they are doing it. And a lot of the time, you might find that the politics at work stems from people's outside life. Yeah. Like, it's not even that like they've got an issue with you. It's whatever else is going on is causing them to feel that way. But, yeah. And honestly, work politics... Guys, don't let it stop you from getting to where you want to be. I know sometimes it can be, it can crush confidence, but please don't let it. Find whatever avenues you can to keep pushing. But, guys, I want to know the big question that's on my lips is what is Diane's new role? What does she want? What does she want from it? And how can we as a team? Help her to get to where she wants to be. Oh, child, good question. <laughs> where do you want to begin? So last week I mentioned I resigned. I also said it on stories that I have resigned. Mm-hmm. Uh, next role is going to be Nikku, guys. I'm going back to Nikku. So let's break it Niku neonatal intensive care unit, basically back to my premature babies. Um. Mm-hmm. Not back to my but back to a completely different trust. Um yeah. but specializing babies. Sorry, um, you went out again. What did you say? Oh <laughs> the signal here is crappy. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Better. Yeah. Yeah. So basically I'm going to be looking after mainly just searching for premises for babies. hmm Um Different focus, still NICU, obviously, but the focus will be more, I think, of a specialty. I would say, being that surgery. Yeah. Um, what do I? What, what, what was the second question? It was, what do you want from now? What do you want from going into this role? I want to just fall in love with being a nurse again. If I'm being honest. Um,
1: do you the feel last... like it's
0: health visiting that's made you feel like this, or do you think it's just everything in general? I think, in general, I felt tired, hmm. like, wise, because, you know, when you're working so hard and you're just not seeing the rewards, Yeah, pay, there's a level of frustration that ensues within you. So that's the first thing. Yeah, um, But I definitely felt visiting made me question my nurse identity. Um, Why is that? You know, it, it kind of... Because I just felt, gosh, it's going to sound awful. <laughs> um but I just felt skilled. Um, because you were so used to I, being felt like I've gone... I think so I think I'm so used to seeing the changes I make f- come to fruition there and then one yeah um the sense the sense of fulfillment is so much more different in the different environments as well oh, yeah um and I think the element of being needed and that might sound really strange but I feel like in the community, you're seeing well babies and you're seeing well parents and you're there in an, an advisory and supportive role. Yeah. So unless there's an enhanced need like maternal mental health, paternal mental health, weight loss or postpartum depression or development concerns, things like that. Again, you're still advising and supporting, but the need is different than when you're in a clinical acute environment. Yeah. Um, And I think that I've missed I've missed that element of nursing, and it just made me think. Hey, do you know what? Do do what you love. If you love it, go and do it, but do it on your terms. Yeah, not on anyone else's. Yeah. So for me, for example, one of the things I've put in place, I'm not going to work full time Mm -hmm. because I don't want to burn out. One. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately enough, that the job I'm going to is near home, It's near my boyfriend's home, so I can go there really easily. Like it's not drive to work anymore. Um saying that I think I'm gonna miss the car a lot, can't lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but it'll be good to get the steps in and whatnot. But yeah, it's near home. Um and yeah I just kind of feel like it it may suit my life better. I mean it's nice to have the weekends off. I've love having a four day week. I think if I ever go back to a Monday to Friday role, I would always work four days for the foreseeable. Yeah. Um, I think that's all. Be difficult going back to the nights, going back to having random days here and there. But yeah. at the same time, I think I'm making the right decision. Mm. Um, and I can't lie, nursing is is trial and error in a sense. So if you go to a place, you try it. If you don't like it, you move on. Yeah. Um, so just because I've gone back to NICU that I'm going to stay in NICU, I might do six months and say, do you know what? Don't like it. I want to go do something else. Yeah. Um, So I'm not putting all my eggs in the basket, but I think I can firmly say I love Niku. It's my passion. It's where my heart is. It's also your nursing home. Yeah, exactly. It's like a safety blanket, maybe, is the right thing to say. Yeah. But I I feel at home there. I feel happy. Even when I think about it, you know, I feel happy. Like, what was I watching today? I was watching this tiny lives clip on Facebook. Yeah. And I just lit up watching this 23 week car progress right till going home and I thought yeah Mm -hmm. like I know I'm doing the right thing by going back you know yeah and I think you're going back with so much new knowledge that you can you can make the job work for you a hundred percent definitely and I think even now anyone who knows me like it's it's weird because of the job that you do you you see things even outside of your job so with like nieces or nephews godchildren, kids I just see because of the skills that I've knowledge that I've got I can see certain things and point out certain stuff I, I'm more aware of certain things than maybe I wasn't before yeah um and I definitely feel like I can apply it and take it with me as I progress um, no agreed like I, I wholeheartedly yeah. agree with you um but and yeah how can how can we as a a group yes I'm saying a group guys because you're all included how can we support you to be the best you you want to be work-wise well, holistically, I, really. I feel like it's almost such, almost like regular check-ins. Because, mm. like, I, guys, this last professional year, Jerry has been my rock. Because there's so many times when I wanted to resign with no job to go to. And I just feel like, I can't do it. I can't go. I can't yeah. go. I can't I need to leave. And she was like, no. Like, you can't. You, you can't just go. You need, you know. And she'd push me and keep me going. So I think one of the things is, Having like an accountability partner, someone you can go to and mm-hmm. just touch base with, even like my DMs and ask me things. I love that because it's a chance to talk about things. Yeah, and I'm an honest person. Anyone who knows me, I'm probably too honest sometimes, but I'm not gonna lie. So if I don't like it, I'm not gonna say I do like it. If I don't, I'll say I don't like it. Yeah, um, point blank. Yeah, no, um, that makes a lot of sense. I think. Yeah, another way to help me would probably be like, just. I me why I'm doing it and making sure that I'm putting myself first. Because I think when we work in a caring profession, we're very good at caring about everybody else. Yeah. Um, We're naturally neglectful of our own selves just by default because we just can't help it. Mm. So I think for me, people almost reminded me, the team reminded me, okay, are you looking after yourself? Are you okay? Are you happy with what you're doing? Um, Because life is short to just do a job because it pays the bills and it and it puts money in your bank account no you know you need to do a job that makes you happy that, that you're fulfilled in that you find joy in and you feel like you're making a real difference and that's different for different people does that make sense no I, I agree wholeheartedly yeah so when will you, um when will you be finishing your current role and when will you be starting the new one so I finished my current roll this Friday. Oh, the exciting joys, the freedom you're about like, to have! If you could see my face on camera right now, you'll be laughing because <laughs> like all the pearly whites are out. <laughs> you're just so Friday, much more happier. I'm like you just look happier. Honest. I can, I can, I can imagine that you feel happier. Like it's a weight lifted off your shoulder honestly like even when I sat the interview and I was told I got the job I just couldn't believe it I was just like oh my god like oh my god I was in shock um and relieved even like, when I resigned I was relieved because it was like yes you know this is the right thing to do and I I knew it when I had I and yeah, you've made the right choice I don't feel bad I don't feel upset I feel like it's right I think the only things I'm sad about is I'm gonna miss the families that I've brought a relationship with, a connection with. Yeah. Um. You know, they you know are going. Yes. Yeah, so As I was like, so, what I've tried to do is see them before I'm going, so that they know that you're yeah. not gonna see me. Um. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because it is hard. Um. You grow. You grow. They grow on you. You grow on them. You get to know one another. You see each other a lot. They call you a lot. You talk to them a lot. Um so you, you become part of one another, if that makes sense. Yeah. I know like your I, I know like it sounds sad, but I can also see the joy on your face. Like you are so happy to be yeah. embarking on a new venture. And that's, guys, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's overdue even. <laughs> <laughs> it's overdue. And I think Go on anyone that watched story, I think it was two weeks ago, I must have put up something about you should definitely have to love what you do. Yeah. Um, you I know, know, you really have to because it makes or breaks you. It makes or breaks you personally, professionally, emotionally, mentally. If, you, if you're if you not in a, in a workspace that doesn't serve you, then it's okay. And I think I used to think, oh my God, I've, I've just done my skipping course and it's only been a couple of months and I'm not very happy. And I thought, yeah, but if you're not, you're not. And that's yeah. okay. You've done it, you've tried it. You have the qualification. No one can take that off me ever. Exactly. Um, like you've done it. You've got the badge. That's it. And who knows? Maybe in ten years time, fifteen years time I'll go back. Exactly, when life changes, but you know you've got the qualification and you can use it. That's it. Exactly. So we from the nursing handover and all you people Dems that are riding for us, as always. We wish Diane all the best and all the success with her new role. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. I'll be keeping you posted. I'll try to do more stories, actually, now that I'm in another role, without showing where I actually work. That's going to be a challenge, but we'll see how I get on. Good luck. And <laughs> I just need to be more active on the on the stories. But let's see what happened, guys. It's one, it's one of my resolu- resolutions. Yeah, it's one of my resolutions for 2023 is to be more visible, so people can see, hear, and know who we are. Yeah, yeah. But that's all we've got for today, guys. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. As always, like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. You can do with your parents, your friends, your brother, your sister, your cat, your dog. I don't really care who. We just want those streams. But yes, we hope you've enjoyed this week's episode If you want to discuss anything, talk to us Ask for advice, all that jazz You know where to hit us all up You can have a hit us on our personal Instagrams For me, it's at Jellybean with Wow, I really had to think about my name Jellybean with three L's (laughs) And two A's And for Diane, it's at Didi Lutz With a Z at the end And for both of us, all together You can hit us up at The Nursing Handler Podcast on Instagram or on our email address at the nursing handover no yeah yeah the, the nursing, nursing handover or is it the handover wow i forgot no it's the nursing handover at gmail.com hand- um it's the it's the twitter that's that underscore handover yes sorry guys i'm getting it all mixed up as you've heard from diane it's the twitter that's at the underscore handover or is it the other way around no no the underscore handover right So guys, we hope you have a blessed week. Please stay warm because it's actually blitz out there. Stay wrapped up. Use your snooties, whatever way possible to stay warm without, you know, racking up the heat and bill. Do whatever you have to. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.